0: Welcome back to the Turning 30 podcast, a place where I talk about what it's really like to turn 30. I'm your host, Life Coach Emma Wilson, and today's episode is part three in the Turning 30 and Building Confidence series. I'm really excited about this week's guest. I'm interviewing Tiwalola Ogunlesi, who's a qualified coach specializing in positive psychology. She's a master neurolinguistic practitioner, international speaker, and the founder of Confident and Killing It. Confident and Killing It, which is also the name of her podcast, is a purpose-driven organization and community that wakes women up to their worth so they can be confident and stoppable and dare to live the life they truly desire. Tiwa and I really share a mission of helping women and individuals to feel better about themselves and to build up their self-worth, overcome fear and self-doubt, and I'm very honored that she's agreed to come into the Turning 30 podcast studio today to talk to us. Hi Tiwa and welcome to the podcast. Hi Emma, thank you so much for having me. Of course, I'm so happy that you're here and we were just uh, having a little discussion before uh, the call that obviously I met you because uh, somebody told me that they had a few of your uh, coaching sessions and how useful they were for her and how it really did help her boost her confidence. So I'm obsessed with talking about confidence, as I'm sure you are. (laughs) So I'm really excited to get stuck in and I guess we'll just start by um, me asking you how did you get to become a a confidence coach? Obviously you run workshops and events and um, you run sessions, you're a coach, you have a podcast Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear your story of how you got into this field and your own, your personal confidence journey.
1: Yeah, so I was quite an insecure teenager actually. Um, I really struggled to believe in my worth. I thought I wasn't good enough. I thought I wasn't skinny enough. I come from a very creative family. So um, when I couldn't paint or draw or, you know, play music or sing, I was like, oh, I'm the loser in the household, (laughs) you know, um, because both my parents and my siblings are quite creative. So that was kind of like a challenge for me um, growing up. But i i when i so i think yeah throughout my teenage years i kind of had like really low self-esteem i was confident on the outside but my mind was a complete mess on the inside and i never told anyone about it because i just thought oh my mind is my mind that's just the way it is anyways when i turned um 21 my mom gave me this book called 15 laws of growth by john maxwell and that book literally changed my life because um it taught me about how you have to be intentional about your personal growth because when I was 21 I thought oh when I'm 25 I'll be grown I'll be making money life will be good and actually you get to 25 and you're like huh <laughs> like <laughs> what is this adulting thing so learning to be intentional about my personal growth and to do something every day to build my confidence was the start of my journey and that's exactly what I did you know I I dived into my strengths uh, um, I looked at what I was passionate about in life. And so by the time I had graduated from university and I was starting my first job, I was very much aware of who I was and the woman I wanted to be in the world and um, the kind of work that I wanted to do. So my first job was working in an engineering company in their digital marketing um department now I didn't actually want to work there but that was the first job that said yes to me and when you're a graduate you know everyone's like don't be picky just go whatever you'll learn something and I was like okay fine I guess I'm going so I get to Oxford I'm working in this company and I end up absolutely hating it because I'm such a passionate person selling um, engineers caps and plugs and PCB boards was just not it for me at all and so I decided to volunteer as a youth leader and um, mentor teenage girls that were about age 15 to 17 and so I get there and we're speaking and I ask them to write down on a piece of paper what's the one thing they want to get out of our mentoring sessions together and they all write it down on a piece of paper and I get home super excited to see what they said first piece of paper I wish I loved myself more and my heart literally Sunk. Second piece of paper, I wish I was more confident. Third piece of paper, I wish I was more confident. Fourth piece of paper, I wish I loved myself more. Literally, every single one of them, about 20 girls in the room, all said the same thing about wanting to love and believe in themselves more. And I literally burst into tears because I was like, I remember when I was 16 and I didn't love and believe in myself. Here we are again, another generation of young women growing up, not loving and believing in themselves. That is just not okay like no enough is enough we can't keep living like this and so I grabbed my phone and I made a video on Instagram about how important it is to love and believe in yourself and then one video led to another video and I started getting loads of incredible feedback and then that led to in-person events and then that was like oh okay maybe I should try coaching and then I started that journey so yeah it was really born out of an anger and an irritation that our default as women is to hate ourselves and not believe in what we have to offer in life, and that is not okay. I can no longer sit back and watch that happen. I think people who need to, uh, who want to do good in the world, you know, need to be loud, you know, and so that's why I'm in, I exist, and that's what my mission is to wake women up to their worth, so they can be confident, unstoppable, and really live the life they truly desire.
0: Wow, so powerful and so interesting. Thank you. you know. Firstly, I'm obviously in love with your mission. It's also my mission. (laughs) Um, I think it's wonderful that you dedicate your time and your days to helping people basically love themselves. That's what it comes down to, Mm -hmm, Um, mm self-love. But it's just interesting what you said about, you know, it's born out of anger, rightly so, that as young women, we are almost taught not to love ourselves. And what I was thinking as you were speaking is, why is it like this? And is it the mm. same with adolescent boys? Because I don't think it is. Yeah. And why is it that women in their teenagers, early twenties, even late twenties—you know, my uh, audience are mid to late twenties, early to mid thirties—and still, it's the same thing. It's that lack mm. of self-esteem, lack of self-confidence, lack of trust. Mm. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you think? It is that it's so difficult for women to love themselves. So,
1: them yeah, I think society and the patriarchal society we live in plays a really big part in this and the media as well. You know, we have grown up in a society that is designed to make women feel insecure. Why? Because capitalism feeds off women's insecurities. As long as we don't feel good enough, we buy the creams, we we buy the products, we get the procedures, you know, all of these things. It's like, get this lipstick, then you'll be confident. And it's like, no, that is not how it works. Your worth is intrinsic. You know, all of this thing, these things come from inside of you, not external things. And so we've We've grown up seeing, you know, this equals confidence, that equals confidence. And that's why the media is so powerful, because the media sends you subliminal messages of what women should be, what they should do, what they should wear, what is acceptable, what is not acceptable as a woman, you know. And at the end of the day... It's not just a TV show. It's not just a magazine cover. It's not just, you know, uh, someone said this in passing. People read these things and believe them. You know, so media companies, society as a whole, magazines especially, we have a moral obligation to make sure that the type of content we are creating actually makes women feel good about themselves rather than making them feel insecure. You know, the movies that are created. How many times are the roles women play in movies super questioned? And it's like these are the subliminal messages we send to people, you know? And so that's why a lot of um women and young girls feel insecure because everything around them is telling them you should do this, you should look like this. Now this is in trend. Now no, this isn't in trend. And it's like you can't change your body shape when it goes out of fashion, you know. Um, so the whole thing is just a mess, really.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's so crazy that we're in 2020. And this is still going on. You know, yeah. it just seems so old school, that whole yeah. industry and that feeling of looking and I'm thinking, coming to mind, magazines, which obviously mm-hmm. now everything's online. But when we were yeah. growing up, our, yeah. our era, it was very much like glamour magazine and yeah. Um, yeah. everything. And it's kind of like, wow, how are we in 2020? And it's still so inauthentic and it's still yeah. like yeah. that. It's really crazy yeah. to think. And you actually mentioned something. Uh, twice that I wanted to ask you about and that's the difference between how things are on the inside and how things look on the outside so you Mm, mentioned before mm. when you were telling your story that on the outside you were very confident but on the inside you weren't do you Mm. think that that happens with a lot of women would you see that with a lot of your clients that you can appear Mm. one way to everybody else but really are suffering inside
1: Yeah, I mean, that is basically the society we live in, you know, everyone's like,
0: Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm
1: great. But inside your mind is a mess and you're sabotaging yourself every single step of the way. And that's why for me, authenticity is so, so important, right? When I was, you know, smiling on the outside and suffering on the inside, I wasn't being authentic. I wasn't being true to myself, you know, I was just kind of holding it all together because I needed to be the strong one or I needed to show up as this sort of person and that sort of person. But now actually I have a struggles highlight on my instagram because i never want people to come onto my page and be like oh um she's so confident she's so perfect there's nothing wrong with her no actually i have my fair share of struggles like other women too and i'm open to celebrating those and, and embracing them as well
0: yeah it's so important and i think that we have a responsibility as people who show up online obviously on instagram sharing our stories like our actual stories on Instagram stories Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. every day to make sure we don't always just show the filtered look and all the great things we're doing because you're exactly right. People, you know, are consuming content all the time and I do feel like there's not enough people out there who are being authentic. So, so so important. I really agree with you. And I guess this is um, a bit of a wide question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. How would you define confidence in terms of you know like the strict definition of confidence what is that to you so for me, confidence is just having an
1: in-depth belief in yourself, um, in your abilities and not being afraid to own that and share that with the world. So it's really about believing in yourself and what you have to offer and knowing that you can bet on yourself, even in challenging situations, even when you don't have the answer to things, you know that you can bet on yourself because you know your strengths and you know your greatness and you know that you can push through whatever circumstances come your way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. I always say to my clients that confidence is having your own back trusting yeah, Exactly yourself in yeah. any situation. And I exactly. think there's a you you'll probably uh know about this, but I feel like there's such a misconception about confidence. And I always say there's two big misconceptions. Mm. Misconception A is that confidence is a personality trait, as if it's like mm. a gene that you're born with, you either have it or you don't and you can't develop mm-hmm. it. So mm. I hear that a lot. You know, that phrase, I'm just not a confident person, Damning, mm. limiting belief. And the second misconception is that only extroverted people are confident and introverted people aren't mm, do you also mm, see mm. these patterns
1: yes definitely definitely confidence is a practice it is not genetics at all If you go to the gym regularly, you will see results. You don't go to the gym once and then wake up the next day with abs. That's not how it works. And your confidence is the same thing. If you are intentional about working on your confidence, you will be confident, you will see results. But the moment you start putting yourself around toxic people or in negative situations, you could have been the most confident child in the world and then grow up to be the most insecure adult because you have not set yourself up to be confident. So yeah, definitely, definitely agree that's a big one to challenge and then another one is often people think arrogance and confidence are the same thing but they're not you know the loudest voice in the room doesn't isn't always the most confident person you can be a quietly confident person you know it's not like oh extroverts are always confident and introvert are confident you can be a confident introvert you know it has nothing to do with how loud your voice is but again like you were saying trusting yourself believing in what you have to offer bringing other people along with you as well super
0: important yeah and exactly that like you just said about the introverted extroverted thing is that actually linking back to what we spoke about just before that a lot of people who classify themselves as an extrovert or other people would class them as that are not confident inside because sometimes the most insecure people feel like they have to shout the loudest yes exactly so i always think it's important to remember that when you see somebody posting things that are very extrovert or even mm-hmm, the loudest mm-hmm. person in a room or you know mm-hmm. that feeling of being in school and there's always one person asking the question or knowing the answer or even in a group of friends how there's always someone loud who has to talk over other people it's always good to remember that that doesn't mean that they have the most confidence sometimes no, it can true. actually mean they have the most insecurities
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, amazing so obviously you're a coach so you have clients that you work on them with yeah. their uh, Confidence. So I thought it would be really nice if you could share with the listeners uh, some practical tips. So just mm-hmm. to do a scenario, say I come to you and mm-hmm. I am feeling really un- underconfident in the lots of different areas of my life, but let's say specifically in relation to myself as a woman in the workplace, mm-hmm. where would you start with uh, coaching me on that?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, it's important to... Uh, acknowledge first that you are experiencing low confidence and to articulate where that low confidence is because life isn't just like one big ball you know there's different areas to your life you can be very confident in your personal life but very insecure in your work life you can be very confident um in your finances but then very insecure in your relationships something like that you know so it's actually rather than saying oh i'm just such an insecure person no where where exactly does that insecurity lie um, Um, So that's that. And then moving into, okay, are you even awake to yourself, to your greatness, to the positive things about you? So articulating what are your strengths? What are you good at doing? You know, what comes natural to you and things like that. And then being able to get the receipts, get the examples of when you have demonstrated those strengths. People are so quick to believe the negative things about themselves and then really struggle to believe the positive things about themselves it's something that just blows my mind i can't understand it right like how are you so quick to believe that you're not good at this or that you know but when there's actual evidence that you are a good communicator or that you know you are a very compassionate person you you be like oh people are lying no they're not you know (laughs) um So having examples of when you have demonstrated those strengths, why you think you are those strengths is really important. And then learning to challenge the negative thoughts when they arise. Right. So, for example, you know, if you are going into a meeting and you're thinking, oh, everyone in there is smarter than me. Nobody cares about what I have to say. Is that 100 percent facts? That nobody cares about what you have to say? That every single person in that room is smarter than you? Is that facts or is that an assumption you're making, right? So when you think about it, a lot of the times we make negative assumptions that we hold as truth, but actually they're limiting beliefs. They sabotage us, they're lies. So being able to challenge the negativity with what you truly believe about yourself, with the positive strengths that you come up with, with the truth of who you really are and get used to challenging your negative thoughts is definitely,
0: definitely a game changer. Yeah, 100%. And I actually saw a post on your Instagram about this, about how our minds are like computers and we just need to reprogram them. Yes. Uh, And it's so important to remember. And I do think, I agree agree with what you just said about how it's crazy how we have this weird thing that we do as humans where we always focus on the negative, even when the positive Mm -hmm. things are like hitting us in the face. Yeah, Um, yeah. But really, scientifically speaking, it's just our brains are... For some reason, programmed to look at the negative yeah, and we need to just yeah. reprogram them to go to the yeah, positive Yeah, exactly. It's a negativity bias and it comes
1: from, you know, caveman days where if you stepped out of line somewhere, your life was literally at risk. But but now we don't have the lions and the tigers coming to eat us. So it's like a lot of the things we are always looking for the danger and what's going on and what could potentially go wrong. We really don't need to do that anymore because uh, the, the risk now isn't as high as it was back then so understanding that naturally we all have a negativity bias so there is nothing wrong with you for having a negative mind that's just like our natural inclination because of the world we live in you can then be intentional instead of beating yourself up about it be intentional about reprogramming it for success and to be positive so that it empowers you instead of sabotages you
0: yeah wow so important and so true In terms of, um, you know, you just mentioned the questions to ask yourself and the, the order of what you should do in order to build that confidence up. Do you have any practical tips for the listeners in terms of maybe writing things down or even getting a coach, something along those lines? If somebody comes to you with an issue with their confidence and they locate it to a specific area of their life, like you said, you know, they really whittle it down. Mm -hmm. would you then recommend some sort of methods to overcome it
1: yeah so start with your strengths what are your strengths what are you good at what comes natural to you um you know what do people compliment you and praise you for um uh, what else? Like, think of a time when you you've achieved something. What strengths did you demonstrate there? You know, um, and I actually have a, a strengths finder on my website that people can go on and download if they want to learn how to articulate their strengths, you know, so yeah. um thinking about actually writing what your strengths are. And some people have started putting it on in their notes, in their phone. So whenever they feel insecure, they can just go back and check their strengths, which is a really good idea because your strengths shouldn't be left on a spreadsheet somewhere collecting dust. They are meant to be in your heart. When you show up, you show up from a place of strength. Um, you know?
0: Yeah, I love that. I have something that I often suggest to my clients about uh, their how they show up in work. So I say, make a strengths note in your phone or on a notebook Mm. and every time someone praises you in work or gives you good feedback write Mm. it down because a you're gonna feel more confident when it comes to really having those bad days in work when you think that you're not doing a good job you read it back you realize oh okay reprogramming my brain to understand that I'm not incompetent and the second thing is you use it in future interviews or reviews you know when you're having uh work appraisals and things so it's always just so helpful to actually Mm. have it in front of you tangibly rather than just have it in your head yeah exactly yeah it's really good advice for anyone listening who wants practical a practical tip for where to start is to really listen to Tiwa's questions that she's uh, asking and then going ahead and writing them down so yeah so so important and amazing so in terms of Obstacles. Actually, there's um one more thing, like practical thing that I do.
1: So as aside from your strengths, um writing down your accomplishments as well and your wins. So every single month I have a monthly wins calendar where every single month I go in to write my small wins and my big wins every single month. And so when I go in, I can see the whole year and all the different things I have achieved across the month, because that's where imposter syndrome really comes from, where it's temporary memory loss where you forget all the incredible things you have achieved. So to stay confident, you know, you want to be reminding yourself of all the amazing things you've done. And that makes you feel more confident and optimistic for the future because you're like, if I did it before, I can do it again. But if you don't remember anything you've done in the past, you think you've never done it before. And then you freak out and then you don't feel confident. So, um, Learning to do that as well is also super important. And then setting boundaries as well. A lack of boundaries will really knock your confidence. And especially if we're talking about, you know, women in the workplace, if you say yes to everyone and you take up all this work, you know, you're going to feel overwhelmed and your feeling of overwhelmness is going to stop you from performing at your best and then you feel insecure. So it's not because you don't have the skills and talent to do it. It's actually because you've taken on too much work. Um, And I've also noticed times when I've been feeling quite insecure um, and emotional is when I haven't had enough sleep. So you've got to pay attention to how your body feels in certain environments after you've done certain things and and make adjustments, you know? Nothing is set in stone.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a level of awareness that you have to have about yourself. So that's also a really good uh, point is that once you become more in line or in alignment with Mm -hmm. what you're good at, what you're not good at, and even, like you said, that physical changes that can happen Mm -hmm. to affect your confidence levels I think that's something that often we overlook because we think it's so mental but actually Mm. it can be not just be mental it's also physical and I don't know if you ever do this or heard of it but I have this thing it's actually from Grey's Anatomy uh the com the super it's the superwoman uh thing have you heard of it how Mm-mm. before you go in to do public speaking or you uh, go to pose. do the pose you have to start yeah. in the pose, but we can't see us now because we're not recording the video but me and Tira are both doing the superwoman pose <laughs> in front of our podcast microphones um, but yeah, and I think that's another example of how mm-hmm. the physical reaction in your body can, in your body language yes. and the way that you actually, your posture and, uh, how comfortable you are within your own skin and even your outfit, like big thing, right? What you wear, mm-hmm. if you're going to public mm-hmm. speak or something or into an important meeting, just feeling like you own it and you're happy with your appearance can yeah. really also then affect how you feel inside. 100%. So what do you think are the main obstacles for people being able to build up confidence. Hmm.
1: I think resistance is is a big thing, you know, because if you're moving from low self-esteem to feeling confident, that requires change. That requires making different decisions and choices. And a lot of the times people don't realize that your life is a summation of the choices that you make. So if you are not feeling confident and you're feeling insecure, it's probably because you are making choices that are leading to that. And so it's as easy as making decisions to move closer to where you want to go rather than move further away. But, um, um people really struggle with that power of choice first of all a lot of people don't even know they have the power of choice to make their own decisions and to think differently your brain is not hardwired right it's like you it like that's what like neuro um, plasticity is. Right. You can reprogram your mind if you have if you're doing a bad habit that is sabotaging you, you can replace that bad habit with a good habit. And when you do it through repetition, you create new neuron pathways in your mind that then, you know, make that new behavior normal for you. And then before you know it, you're actually confident. So I think a lot of things that hold people back is, first of all, they don't even realize they have the power of choice to make different decisions. And then a lot of people are not willing to do the work and confront that self-hate and the fear and the insecurity because they think it's scary or, you know, it's just like, oh, it's like there's just a monster kind of monster's kind of head in front of everything. But the life That being confident brings is next to none. The joy, the freedom, the love, you know, the levels of being unapologetic. Like it is such an incredible life that it is so worth going through that pain of feeling your emotions and unlocking whatever is there so that you can actually come out of the other side stronger.
0: Yeah, wow. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. I think that <laughs> it's all about comfort zones. And it's like we were just saying before, how our primitive brains are programmed to keep us safe. Like the cave caveman brain, to stay mm. in the cave. And isn't it so ironic that the life outside of the cave, like you said, is just so amazing. So much better, so, yeah. And, and does, it, uh, does it frustrate you? Because sometimes it frustrates me when I see people usually yeah friends and family members who are staying inside the cave out of choice and i'm like Mm -hmm, come on come mm -hmm, outside it's
1: really mm -hmm, great out mm -hmm. here (laughs) yeah it's so true it's so true um, and people will feel that resistance, but you will always feel resistance when you are moving from a lower sphere in life to a higher sphere. It's as simple as that. Resistance is part of the journey. No road is smooth, you know. So, yeah, it does really annoy me. Sometimes I just want to shake them and be like, wake up. Like, especially when I see people who are super talented and have such amazing things ahead of them. And, you know, I'm like, why do you think like that? And they go, I don't know. Why are you sabotaging yourself? I don't know. Yes, you do know. Stop lying to yourself. You actually do know you're just making a decision to stay comfortable. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I call that in my coaching uh, staying in that I don't know. And mm. it's like, I always ask clients, but what if you did know? And they're like, I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but just pretend that you did. For like one minute, just pretend. And then actually, all of a sudden, they know exactly what they need to do. Exactly, exactly, (laughs) exactly. I always joke that that's why I became a coach. Because I got so frustrated with all the people around me who were paying me as in like I said family and friends family. who weren't changing and then I was like being really judgmental and I'm like maybe I should take this energy of wanting to change people and put it into a business and like, that's what life coaching does nice nice and um, so maybe you get asked this question I don't know if you've been asked it before but obviously you have a certain image to put out as the confidence coach right so you're somebody teaching other people how to be confident are there ever times when you don't feel confident
1: Oh my gosh, 100%. Like, confidence does not mean feeling confident 100% of the time, okay? That is not what it means. Life is a roller coaster. Uh, October was such a heavy month for me and low energy, lack of motivation, just like the worst. And um, now I'm kind of like back to my usual self this month and things like that. And so, emotions both positive and negative are a natural part of being human and so if anyone ever tells you that they can make you confident and you'll never feel insecure again in your life run away (laughs) run away from them because I'm not here to teach women how to never have a negative thought again in their whole entire life. That's impossible, right? I still get negative thoughts. I still have um self-doubt sometimes. But the key is how I respond to it is so different as a confidence person versus as somebody who isn't confident, right? I don't stay stuck in it. I don't internalize it as something not being good with me. It is what it is. And I can challenge it and break it down and reframe the situation. So yes, I've cried some really ugly tears this year you know when COVID happened and I lost all my business and I had to rebuild everything from scratch like um, it is not a smooth journey but regardless of whatever situation I, I'm in I will always bet on myself and that is what true confidence is.
0: Yeah because true confidence just like we said right at the start when we were defining it is having your own back so just to pick up you obviously had that really tough moment in your business where you lost business because of no more face-to-face events mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and then it was like your brain can go to the two different directions it can go to this is it this is the end I failed or it mm. can go to but I trust myself that it's going to work out for exactly. the best and that's what exactly. you did right it's just really powerful really really inspiring Thank I you. have another question I didn't actually mm-hmm. ask you this before we spoke but Do you have any interesting client success stories about how confidence can be learned? Maybe someone that came to you and had like a really interesting transformation or even something that you saw in a workshop or something just to give us more of an idea of the the work that you do
1: yeah of course, um, all the time, so um one of my clients recently she came to me and she had really bad depression, like um when she was at university, but she's past that now, and it was just still kind of haunting her, like she always just felt like she wouldn't be able to cope with life if she became successful because of the depression um and things like that, and um she just always told herself like she couldn't carry herself. Like she just didn't have the energy to carry herself. And um, literally after five sessions, she's talking about being an author. She's launching a YouTube page. She's, you know, she's got into a therapist course. Like she's literally um, living from a place of strength because she was actually quite a vulnerable, um, empathetic person. And she always saw that as a weakness. And so what we did in our coaching sessions was we reframed it and we reprogrammed her thinking so that she saw vulnerability as a strength and her empathy as a strength rather than a weakness. And when she stepped into that, like I literally almost cried in our last session because I was like, how, how is this the same person who came to me like three months ago? That was that was insane. I had another client who um, hated the sound of her, her voice, hated, hated what she looks like, hated her body. Um, you know, and now she's posting videos on Instagram, left, right and center bikini pictures, <laughs> all of all of these great things. So um, um, at one of my events, somebody said to me, Tiwa, you're a boss, but you also make me feel like I'm a boss, too and that to me was just the best thing ever because I'm confident because yes I love and believe in myself and I'm a boss but I don't talk about it to make others feel bad about themselves I talk about it so women out there can see wow if Tiwa can do it I can do it too you know and that's the key thing about confidence when you're a confidence person you believe there is enough room for everyone to thrive right there's enough space for me to be amazing for you to be amazing for another coach to be amazing for another person to be amazing and we can all exist in our own unique amazingness um so yeah those those are some of the amazing success stories like literally women throwing limiting beliefs out the window and waking up to a new awareness of what they really have to offer
0: Well, and there's no better feeling is that when a client starts to get the results, like you said, and you just cry in the last session. Because I have so many times when I'm on calls with clients at the beginning of of the coaching program Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the initial consults that we have. And I believe in them, Mm -hmm. that they're going to make the change. And I know. That they can Mm -hmm. do it, but they don't Mm -hmm. know. So then, when Mm -hmm. we finally get the results, there's just no better feeling of being like, "I told you so, I told you so, I knew you could do it." And they're like, "Oh, thank you for believing in me."
1: Yeah, Um, it's so beautiful. Also, seen women who, when they first come to me, they cannot physically say one nice thing about themselves. When I ask them what their strengths are, they their throat literally closes up, and they just like they cringe so much at the idea of saying something positive about themselves. And then by the end of it I honestly cannot shut them up <laughs> you know so that's another such a beautiful thing for me like own who you are you know own your strengths celebrate yourself nothing makes me happier than seeing women win and celebrating themselves
0: well it's such a ni- nice way to end our conversation because I think it's just true we should all be celebrating ourselves and I love what you said also about there's not a finite amount of confidence to go around in the world or success or, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, uh, happiness. And I love that you're showing up as somebody to empower other people to also show up. So we can all just show up together. And that's where we're going to see the the shift. So thank you so much for joining me today. And it's been amazing to obviously, everyone can hear that me and Tiwa, we have exactly the same beliefs and we have Mm. a similar mission. So it's been so great to connect and talk about that. And lastly, I would love if you could just share where people could learn more about you. Uh, I'll obviously put it in the show notes as well, but just so that uh, our listeners know where to find you.
1: Yay, amazing so you can find me on instagram which is where i'm mostly at um at tiwalola so t-i-w-a-l-o-w-l-a someone stole my original name so i had to put a w <laughs> in there so it's like tiwalola <laughs> Love and it. then at confident and killing it as well um, and then my website is www.confidentandkillingit.com
0: amazing thank you so much and you're welcome thank you for having me yeah of course and for all of the listeners you know where you can find me at turning 30 coach on instagram and i will see you all on the podcast next week